Conservative talk show host. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. FM, 7.20 AM, on the talk of Las Vegas, hour number two, Tuesday edition of the show, 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. If you're just joining us, we're continuing our conversation from the first hour. You know, yesterday, someone named Ron the Lollipop gave me a call and uh, said that I was irresponsible saying what we're dealing with is a civil war, but I think I've proven in the first hour, that we are, in fact, in a civil war, and there's two parts of it. One, it's an intellectual one. Two, there's a physical one. Tell me there's not. So the call's on hold. They're ready to weigh in on that segment, and you can weigh in as well. 702-257-5396. Don't forget, here in the next segment, I'm going to talk a little bit about what President Trump's calling from schools, and I agree. I agree with the president. I'm glad that he respects this nation. The guy's a billionaire, doesn't have to be doing this job, doesn't need this job. He could be off on a yacht sipping champagne and eating caviar, but yet he's working for free, donates his check, and he's trying to make America great again. Now, the lunatics out there will say, that means he's just trying to make it white again. No, it's just basically reminding people that we are in an exceptional, free, and just nation and worth defending, worth preserving worth protecting and if you can't see that get the hell out of america just real simple let's go right back to our busy calls rudy you're next welcome to the program hey steve i appreciate it i just wanted to uh share a couple thoughts based on some of the things you guys have been talking about sure i've been a police officer for over 20 years i'm not going to say uh what department i work for but uh, i've never seen morale so low as it is right now with my brothers and sisters in law enforcement uh, officers are killing themselves. They're committing suicide. They're retiring early. We're losing guys with one to five years on deciding that this job just isn't for them. They don't feel supported. They don't feel backed. And uh, I would just encourage your listeners that if they see a uniformed police officer to take the time to go up to them and to thank them for their service. That means so much. And, and as cops, we know you know, that we took a job that is a thankless job. It's a dangerous job. But sometimes I think we need to hear that from the people that, you know, a lot of times we we don't hear from, that they do support us and they do care about us. Going to talking about on a personal level, I had a friend of mine who I've known for over 40 years, and we got into it over, over basically just asked how cops were doing, and I told him, we're not doing well. And yeah. he turned it into Trump. And it had nothing to do with Trump. The guy has Trump derangement syndrome. He's one of these guys where everything is Donald Trump's fault. It's about Donald Trump. And it got so vile and it got so nasty that we don't even talk to each other anymore. We've known each other our whole lives. And it's just, it's, it's gotten to that point where, you know, when he couldn't win the argument, what car did he go to? He called me a racist. Yep. And the guy has known me my entire life. My best friend is a is a 53-year-old black guy. My wife is Hispanic. My son is biracial. And when he couldn't win the argument, he called me a racist. And this is a guy I've known my entire life that he couldn't put three people of color together in his entire life who he could call a friend. 
and it's just uh, it's just really upsetting. Police officers in our dark place right now, and I yeah. I, I thank you for uh, for your support of them and for President Trump's support of them. And I would just encourage your listeners to to continue to let us know how how people feel about the police. Nobody hates a bad cop worse than a, than a good cop, and it is the ninety nine percent of us. That's right. That's right. And Ron, I mean, excuse me, Rudy, I, I agree, man. And I, and I appreciate what you're saying. And I'm always trying to encourage this audience. And I know I do it for my own life. We raised our children that way. They're grown adults now. And we impart this in our grandchildren as well about the police. I have police officers in my family up in Modesto, California. So I, I, I take a whole different look at this. And it's like when you call 911, the person that is responding, the police officer is not asking you your political affiliation, not asking you your religious belief, doesn't care what color of the crayon box you are. They're there to help you. And to me, that's worth the simplicity of a thank you. This ridiculous that goes on, I will tell you this, Rudy, I will continue to speak loud at the tallest building. I'll go to the stratosphere and shout it. I do not like cops being disparaged, and if it happens in front of me, there's going to be a real problem with people that are doing it. Thank you. I appreciate you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, that uh, really burns my butt, to tell you the truth. Burns my butt. And Rudy's absolutely correct. And I know this audience does that. Oh, there's some in the audience that don't. But please do. You don't know how much a simple thank you can go a long, long way. All right, let's go right back to our busy calls. Aaron, you're next. Welcome to the show. Hey. Hey. Yeah, uh, man, it's a civil war, definitely. But I must disagree on those cops. This is speaking, I just got off a phone with one. This is a Las Vegas police officer. He personally yeah. said, those cops that's on TV is making police officers look bad. Which ones? They're making police, they're trained better than that. It, it, which ones? Like, it's understandable to situations, I know. Wh- wh- which ones? procedures. Huh? And now, which ones am I? I'm, are you talking about the ones that were in the Jacob Every, Blake all, issue? It's all of them on TV. Every single one. And it's an infiltration war. And I, I was talking to him about it. And when you, you, I got done talking to him about it, I understood that it's, it's a separation in the police department. So when you got this, like, I, when Barack Obama was in office, when Trayvon Martin and all of this was going on, like, mm-hmm. nobody joke wasn't he, he was right there. You didn't hear him trying to go fight this fight then. Yeah. It's infiltration. No, you're right. They called a shot. These, these police officers are getting bad names because there's, Police officers are getting payouts. It's, it's, it's like it's it's been going on for hundreds of years, basically, with the infiltration of our government, and it's, that's what it's basically coming down to. Trump, he has he has done great things. I, I like I, I told my friends in the black community, shoot, mm-hmm. um, how many people don't got a job? Where can't you not go get a job today? That's true. Like, that's it, true. You're right. Like you. So when you come down to the whole point, it, it, like you gotta come down to like, like police violence is real, and yeah. it's a biased thing in certain countries. I've been to forty-seven different set, like I've been in forty-seven different states. Mm-hmm. I ain't travel or I got family that's in the military. My best friend, he's a police officer for Phoenix, Arizona. So yeah. he, he like is is real. Like people, like when I say they take their training serious. So when you see yeah, like, no, I agree. things like this happen. It's not like it's not a good look. 
and making it look like it's a nerd infiltration. It's a nerd thing to talk about. So instead of people talking about what's good going on, people's talking about what's bad. Then you have the, like, everybody that's criminals are getting negated right now. So people. No, you're right. No, I, 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 I think what you're saying, Aaron. In the media. Yeah, no, what you're saying, Aaron, I think is is completely logical in what you're saying, and I agree uh, that those that are rogue, in essence, that don't take their duties seriously. Uh, are the bad apples. And I think good cops, just like Rudy was on the line, stating that no one hates a bad cop more than a good cop. But, you know, Aaron, when we really look at it statistically, fundamentally, about the cops, and yes, when we see these cops on TV, of course, that's what's being shown, because that's the story of the day, etc. It does do a bad or a disservice to our good cops out there that are doing what's right, even the cops in your family, as you just discussed. And and I agree that Derek Chauvin was absolutely in error in in terms of what he did with the George Floyd situation and and the death of George Floyd, but you know I think we cannot deny that the fentanyl was probably what did it. That's what the reports are saying. I don't think the reports are doctored. This is not a JFK situation, uh, but it doesn't excuse Derek Chauvin's past, his behaviors, his rogue attitude. Uh, Seventeen violations. He, he should have been dealt with a long time ago. I, I think we all agree with that, Aaron. I think everybody across the board agrees with that. But the Jacob Blake case. That is unfair to those police officers. I've explained why. I think everybody has common sense. It's we're going too far with all of this. And yes, it's a hoax. It's a hoax, in my opinion, this systemic racism. It's a hoax. I know it's a hoax. There is not systemic racism in this country. Yes, there may be individual racism that will never go away because people have a heart issue. And I've always said this. It's not a skin issue. It's a sin issue. And you're not going to change that. Only God himself will be able to do that and uh, i appreciate the call aaron thank you and i appreciate your comments all right let's go ahead and get back to our busy call lines carl you're next welcome to the program yes steve uh you know who laura ingram is don't you yes okay well she's about as far right and conservative as you can get without having to wear a white sheet i mean she's very conservative did you see the interview she had with trump the other night I did not. I, I don't watch. Well, you should have. You, you better if you get a chance. Look at it. She had okay. to pretty much get him off the path and control him and and correct him. And she was getting very embarrassed. He said everything from uh, she asked him if he's going to go meet the family of uh, what's his name who was shot in the back. Oh yes. Well, I talked to Jacob the family Blake. pastor. Yeah, Blake. I talked to his family pastor. Very nice man. Very nice man. All the people in the family said they don't have a family pastor. Line number one. Line number two, he said that uh, somebody, somebody told him that planes full of people were coming in dark uniforms, wearing body armor and everything, to come to uh, um, the different cities where they're having problems. Well, number one, the airline said they wouldn't allow people like that on the planes. And then also he said that the man who got shot in the back by the cop well, you got to understand that if you're playing golf and you miss a three-foot putt, you you get yourself so aggravated and 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 and, and, may, and you get you don't know what you're doing sometimes, and that's probably what happens to the you 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 know that's what happens to the cop. You choke up. 
So, I mean, he's well, comparing he, he, playing yeah, golf I, and shooting somebody in the back. The man yeah, who says Biden has got a problem uh, with uh, dementia, this man is getting unhinged terribly. Well, you know, Carl, I'm up on break now, but I appreciate the comments, and I'll just, you know, kind of reply as we go out into the commercial. Um, I didn't see the interview. I probably will uh, view it now based on your recommendation. And, and what I can tell you, though, knowing you and knowing how you've called the show for five years, there's probably some over-dramatization on your part because there typically is from liberals. So I, I'll look and I'll assess it. And, and what I will tell you is this, though, Carl. Obviously, and I haven't seen the interview, that interview did not stop his polls going through the roof from the black community. That's fact with the capital F. This is Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back. Groundbreaking talk for a nation on the brink. You're experiencing Steve Sanchez. Yeah, I'll tell you this. And again, I will watch that Laura Ingram interview. I didn't get a chance. I am not one that really watches the opposing networks. I'm a Newsmax TV guy. And uh, obviously being a contributor on there, I have good reasons. Plus Fox News is well, Fox News. And to me, they're just like CNN light. But uh, if you want to get real news, Newsmax TV does do that unapologetically. And if you're looking at the polls, it's hard to disagree, and you may, but it's hard to deny that Donald Trump is way up. And there's a lot of support in the black community. His poll numbers are better than they were in 2016. So when you look at a report that came out from Reuters, they're crediting Newsmax TV for some of the great uh, ratings that happened last week during the RNC convention. And when President Trump and Mike Pompeo are guests on Newsmax TV, well, at least you know they're not going to be cut away. You're going to hear the real truth, and it's not going to be edited. Because Newsmax TV is real news for real people. There's no question. And if you're like me, I like to watch them on demand. If I'm not a guest on there, I have downloaded the free Newsmax TV app. It allows me to watch Newsmax on demand in the convenience of my own schedule. But you can find Newsmax on Direct, Dish, Sling Fubo, CenturyLink Cox, many, many more. Just check your cable guide. Again, you can also get Newsmax for free on Roku, YouTube, Apple TV, Chromecast, and many others. Or again, if you're a techie like me, download the free app on the Google Play Store or the Apple Store, um, and you'll be able to get the app and watch Newsmax TV on demand. Again, Newsmax TV, real news, for real people. Now, what I'll tell you is this. We were talking a little bit about this before the last or the end of the last segment. And you heard me talk about it in the first hour. The president, I think, is under attack so much, especially by these liberals. Isn't it funny? Like even with Carl, the last, you know, it's, it's, it's like what my control room says. Uh, you know, a lot of lightning, a lot of lighting, excuse me, a lot of lightning, no rain. Uh, no substance. And then that's true. And Sean's laughing, but it is true, Sean. You're right. A lot of lightning, but no rain. And really old school thinking is, you know, all bark and no bite. And I will tell you, I think there's a big percentage of this derangement syndrome that really has affected the brain in, in a certain, I seriously, I, I'm worried for people. I think they need to go in and get their an M, MRI or something because derangement syndrome is mount, mount, uh, melting brain cells. 
I mean, I really believe that. Because when you look at the president's agenda and you look at what he stands for, unless you are an advocate against free speech, unless you're an advocate of religious freedom, unless you're an advocate of defending and preserving and protecting our republic, then, yeah, Trump's not your guy. If you're someone that wants to be in bed with China, if you're someone that wants to continue to sell secrets to China, then Biden's your guy. I mean, seriously, I don't know how else to put it, because, you know, what President Trump called for today to me is brilliant. And I'll give you a quick little story. He's calling for patriotic education in schools. He said there's a war from the left on police, faith, history and American values, and it's tearing our country apart. Do you agree with that statement? I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to open up the phone lines. Do you agree with President Trump's statement that there should be patriotic education back in the schools, mandated where we're defending the Constitution, where we're talking about free speech and free ideas, where we're learning that we're a representative republic, not a democracy, when we learn about history and the mistakes we've made, but we celebrate the progress we've made. Wouldn't you agree that President Trump calling for patriotic education back in schools is the way to go? Do you agree that there is a war on police? a war on faith, a war on history? Do you believe American values are being torn apart by these leftists that want this socialistic utopia? 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. Do you agree with that? Because I believe the United States is exceptional. I believe the United States is the binket of light. I believe that the United States is the last hope for the world. Because let's be intellectually honest, when the world needs us, we're always there, even when they hate our guts, because we are the most compassionate, the most giving country on the planet. And Carl, if you or your liberal friends don't agree with that, you've got the problem, sir. And it's probably time that you go do what Tom Hanks has done and go make yourself a citizen of Greece. Because in this country, we love God. In this country, we love our First Amendment. In this country, we love the Second Amendment. In this country, we believe in freedom, civil liberties, and the Bill of Rights. In this country. In this country, we don't tolerate the flag being burned. In this country, we don't tolerate 66-year-old men walking down the street minding their own business, getting bricks to the back of their head. Not in this country! And if you feel like that, I'd like to hear from you. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. Quick break, and we're going to come back and go right to the calls. Don't go away. Sanchez hanging out with you on this Tuesday edition of the show. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. You know, 
I was hearing at break Fox News Radio, and uh, they were talking about Jacob uh, Blake's parents and uh, talking about, or his uncle, stating that no one deserves to get shot in the back seven times. I take exception to that because he's a liar, Jacob Blake's uncle. He's not telling the truth of what happened. Why don't we say the truth that Jacob, your nephew, should have never been doing what he was doing? He should have never been in that woman's house. He should have never had a weapon. He should have never scuffled with the police. He should have complied when he was tased. He should have never tried to evade, get into his vehicle, and pull out a weapon. Why do we have a hard time with that? I know I don't. This is not a black or white thing. This is just a human being thing. I'm seeing a criminal. Some are seeing a saint. I don't see the sainthood in this. Do you? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Was the cop wrong to shoot in the back based on what we know? Friends, I would like your help on this. Was the cop wrong? And it almost begs the question that I asked in the first hour. Based on your thought process on protecting our police, based on the thought process of protecting the innocent, black, white, brown, purple with polka dots, have you lost friends? Have you lost family members? Now I know you've had to have this discussion even at work. It's called water cooler talk. You know, you go to the water cooler and you're talking about, did you see the Jacob Blake thing? Yeah. And one of you says, well, he was innocent. This should have never happened. Are you that person? that just nods in agreement because you don't want to start a problem and you don't want to be fired and you don't want your colleagues to think what you really think. If that is who you are, you've got to stop that crap. You've got to stop that nonsense. This is what's really tearing our country apart. You see, it's going to be up to people to actually speak a truth. And I agree again with the president. Now, I was talking about what he was talking about, the war on police, faith history. And I said I would tell you a little story. Let me give you an example. My uh, seven-year-old grandson, I won't tell you the school he goes to. I'm not afraid of the school, but I'm just not going to do that. I'm not afraid to say anything out there. But um, some teachers, his teacher quit. Quit on the first day because she's a lunatic. And, uh, and, you know, he has a substitute teacher now. And, uh, this is in Arizona. So, um, the, the teacher's a substitute. They've been having different substitutes because, you know, this lunatic teacher decided not only to quit, but to take all the supplies that the parents bought. Isn't that nice of these libtards? 23 years old decides to basically bounce because she's a lunatic, but that's, I guess, another show. Nevertheless, I spoke to my grandson today via FaceTime. He called me and we're talking. And I was informed that today in social studies, they were discussing law and order, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to get to the bottom of this, believe me, in more detail. But based on what he told me and based on what my daughter-in-law confirmed is the substitute teacher shared a story of a situation where a teenager at school did not shut off the phone when they were asked to shut off the phone therefore the police were called and the police came in and had to flip a chair because this person was unruly and the teacher was putting an innuendo that the cops are too rough and these are second graders you see friends it's happening in your schools you just don't believe that
It's happening in your schools. This is the infestation and this is the impartation of an indoctrination. And this is why you've got to pay attention now. And I think more and more people are paying attention to this. So I told my grandson, you're kidding me, right? And he says, no, Grandpa, this is what they were saying. It was making it sound like police are bad. Of course, I'm going to be investigating this further because it is a seven-year-old after all. A pretty brilliant one, if I say so myself. The kid's like he's 12. That's smart and special honors. You know, I mean, he's smart. I guess he takes after his grandfather. But I will tell you this. I will tell you this. If I find out that this is happening, you can be damn certain that I'll go public with it. Because unlike others, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to expose lunacy and a denigration of this great country and of the police. I don't play games. I refuse to play games. And I'll never play games. So when I ask you this, you may be experiencing this in your own circles. With your family, with your friends, with your colleagues, etc. Is America worth defending, friends? I guess that's my question to you. Is America worth defending? And what I mean by that is will you now or have you now been speaking up regarding what our freedoms are about, what the Bill of Rights are about, what this country is about, what our First Amendment and Second Amendment is about? Are you willing to do it? And have you already been doing it? Even if it means you lose some friendships, even if it means some of your family members get upset, have you now decided to say, I'm not part of the silent majority any longer? Is that you? Do you have an example of that? Because the truth is, is we cannot be part of this silent majority any longer. We have to be a very vocal majority. We have to be a very outspoken and loud majority. I'm not talking about a Republican thing or a Democrat thing. I'm talking about an American thing. Because at the end of the day, there's no other country greater than this country. Do you agree with that? 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. 702-257-5396. Let's go ahead and go now back to our busy calls. Let's go to Shelly. Shelly, you're up next. Welcome Hello? to the program. Hello? You're on, Shelly. Shelly, you're on with Steve Sanchez. Hello? Shelly, you're on with Steve Sanchez. Hi, Steve. Thank you for taking my call. First off, I stand for the flag, and I kneel for God. Amen to that. I'm a card-carrying member of the NRA, and I am proud to honor my Second Amendment rights, and I open carry. Good for I you. I am sick and tired of these people that are Monday morning, Monday morning quarterbacking until they put in a life-or-death situation. You don't know what you're going to do. Saying, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that because you have the luxury of sitting back and watching a video is a bunch of BS. I until agree. you've been put in that situation where you're facing life or death, you don't know what you're going to do. I agree. And, you know, Shelly, watching the video and knowing what transpired to lead up to the shooting, no one wants to see a shooting. The cops, do you? I mean, come on, let's be honest. Do you think the cop really wanted to have to shoot his weapon? Of course he doesn't. You know, cops don't want to have to draw their weapon. They don't want to have to shoot. This is not what they want. They're trained to do it if they have to. So it seems like, Shelly, everybody's forgetting what led up to this incident. No one wants to talk about that. They just want to talk about the guy got shot in the back. 
No, it's just like when people come into the ER and it's a life or death situation, I have to make a split-second decision. What I do in the next 30 seconds will either save somebody's life or will kill them. Until you walk in my shoes, don't judge me. Don't judge those cops until you walk in their shoes. Until you were in that situation and faced with everything that transpired beforehand, don't walk in their shoes and say, I would have done this or I would have done that or he didn't deserve it. I'm sorry. I stand for the cops. I'm with you. Uh, great call, Shelly. Thank you. And thank you for what you do. It sounds like you're a frontline worker, uh, either doctor or a nurse, and I, and I appreciate it. All right. Let's go ahead and get right back to our busy call lines. Jessica, you're next. Welcome to the show. Hi, Steve. Um, I have called before. I spoke with you during the whole incident uh, starting up with uh, COVID. Um, mm. I work in the emergency room, and... Um, I, I am, like, absolutely disgusted with what is going on with the police department and everything that they're saying about, you know, the police. Um, right. I worked alongside all these, these excellent officers throughout the shootings when I worked all through the night and through the next day at Sunrise Hospital, um, working on all these victims, and not one of them was was out for anything other than to help the public, regardless of what color they are. And I think it's insulting and disgusting that the Vegas Golden Knights, which initially I found to be so proud that they were our team, I yeah. honestly, I'm taking their sticker off my car. I want nothing to do with them after they so, you know, quickly turned their backs and, and acted like they were disgusted with the police department and whatnot. You know, that to me says a lot because if something were to go down here, I guarantee you they wouldn't back the police department at all. And that letter that the police department sent to the, to them was on point. 100%. No, I'm with you. I'm with you, Jessica, and I'll tell you this. It's funny they do that, but if there was an incident at the uh, ballpark, or excuse me, at uh, at T-Mobile arena and something went on they would sure take the cops help at that point i'm with you jessica disgusting despicable i don't like it and i've washed my hands of the whole thing all right let's jump over to christine christine you're up next welcome to the program hi steve um i know uh, your previous callers already touched on this but i did want to say i have lost so many friends and relationships because i have been speaking out and i work in a very challenging neighborhood and i have a security guard and she She's not an armed uh, security. And we've been put in situations before where you can't make that split decision. You know, where it's easy to sit back and say, oh, okay, well, you shouldn't shoot this person in the back. You really don't know until you're in that kind of position. But going back to something else, I do want to say, what happened to parents just teaching their kids, if you're innocent, don't run from the cops? Like, can we go back to basics? Yeah, no, you're well said. I'm going to leave it right there because I'm up on break for Christine. Well said. Let's just go back to the basics. They've worked since the dawn of time. This is Steve Sanchez. Quick break, and we're going to come right back and get right back to those calls. Don't go away. Time for talking's over now. I guess it's time to let you go. But I don't. No, I don't mind 
Welcome back to the program. Steve Sanchez hanging out with you on this Tuesday edition of the show. Hey, Geiler Financial Group has been a sponsor of this show for a long time. And I was speaking to Rick Geiler earlier today, and he's got this brand new white paper report that you'll be the first to get before it goes out there publicly. It's called the Nine Financial Landmines. And there are nine financial landmines. And if you're not careful, boom, it's it's over for you. I'm telling you, there are some shenanigans going on with the Wall Street Casino and the big banking global cabal. So I want you to call this number so you can get that sent to you ASAP. It is absolutely free. You're going to be the first to actually get your hands on it, the Steve Sanchez audience. Again, it's called the Nine Financial Landmines. That number is one eight seven seven nine eight three safe that's one eight seven seven nine eight three safe I'm telling you, if you don't have a private reserve vault for your finances, then you are going to trigger one of these nine financial landmines. That's one of them. What are the other eight? This white paper report will reveal it. Get it now before everybody else gets it. one eight seven seven nine eight three safe It's yours for free. It may not be free out there to the public, but you, because you're part of this audience, you get it for free. one eight seven seven nine eight three safe that's one eight seven seven nine eight three safe. Let's go ahead and get back to a few of these calls. Motor City Mike, you're next. Welcome to the program. Steve, let me ask you a question. Sure. I asked it last week the same thing. Does the news media lie to the people day after day, day after day? It always the same lies? Yes or no? I don't know. Do you have a brown shirt in your closet? <laughs> Do I need one? I don't know. Aren't you the hater of Jews? No, I just bring out. I just just bring out the truth. I, I you know what? I'll be honest with you. I'll go on eBay and I'll get you a picture of Hitler if that's what you're looking for. I, I mean, why, do you, why do you do stuff like that? I don't understand. Why don't you just listen to what I have to say for a few minutes? Because I think I, because I think you're a lunatic to tell you the truth when you basically say things about Jewish people and you well, accuse all me. I think it's the truth. I'm just trying to tell you who runs the news outlets. And you don't do you think do you, do you think that I'm some dumb Mexican that fell off a tomato truck that was picking in the field, or do you I think because think so, I have I a microphone, or or do you think that because I have a microphone, I'm kind of kind of a smart guy, and you're actually calling my show? So the truth of the matter is, Mike, I'll be straight with you. I don't have time for racist crap from people. I just don't. I don't have time for racists. And I'll be honest with you, I'm personally offended when you throw Jewish people under the bus because Jesus was a Jew. A Jew. And guess what? One day you'll face him. So I'll just leave it right there. Oh, yeah, I don't play with people and i don't like being accused of protecting people and and you're gonna and you're gonna educate me you're gonna educate me me like i don't know give me a break see if you would have called and you would have been nice and you would have a lucid conversation with me regarding certain things and certain behaviors and ideologies, I'll sit down tit for tat with you any time. But the way you've come at me in the past, I'm going to come after you twice as hard. So I'll give you another opportunity one day to call me and approach me differently, and then maybe we can actually have some type of summit where we hear each other out. But until then, it's all on you. And friends, I want to talk to you about this, guys especially, before we bounce to break. If you're 50 years and older, I'm going to tell you, I've got a lot of friends. I'm 51. I'm hearing about, hey, maybe possibly a flat tire in the bedroom. Look, I'm going to be straight with you. It's okay. Don't be embarrassed. Guys, you need to hear this. You have a responsibility to your wives. 
Because a flat tire in the bedroom is just as bad as having a flat tire when you're going down Las Vegas Boulevard. It sucks and it's embarrassing. But when you're over 50, sometimes we may need an extra stimuli to get us to a point where we can be everything we're supposed to be. And my friends at Prozite can help you do that. Look, I've heard good things. Luckily for me, I don't have that issue. But it doesn't mean the issue doesn't exist. Now, I know you may be skeptical because you hear a lot of things out there about this kind of stuff. But guess what? I want you to go visit Prozite.com. That's Prozite, P-R-O-Z-Y-T-E.com to take advantage of their special offer, 50% off plus free shipping. Friends, look, let's just stop putting the conversation in the closet. Let's take it out. Guys, I'm telling you, and I'm a guy, I'm telling you, you need to check them out. Prozite.com, Prozite.com. This is Steve Sanchez. We're going to be back on tomorrow night. Until next time, friends, God bless, and we'll catch you on the other side. You've been listening to Steve Sanchez. For more of Steve, visit thestevesanchezshow.com.